guess. Um, sorry, guys. I don't know. I don't know what's up with my little uh, MacBook, but we did have um, thunder and lightning the other day. I hope that it didn't blow my uh, circuit board. Um, uh, it was really, really bad here. The power went off several times. So, um, better get someone to take a look at that. Um, but let me pray. Father, I just thank you. I praise your holy name. I pray, Father, Lord God, that you would bless each and every person here, Lord. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, this message, I'm going to be talking about supernatural living. About supernatural living. Is the reason why that is important. So many people call a lot of things God. God is very amorphous in people's minds, right? This is God. It's very easy to rubber stamp something as God, right? The spiritual life is a life to be enjoyed and not to be endured, right? It's to be enjoyed and not to be endured. And why is it to be enjoyed? It's because the spiritual life does not depend upon you. It depends on tapping in to the life of Christ. That is supernatural. If you're just living your life, the natural life, the natural life is a life that can only be endured. I'll tell you the reason why is because there's a lot of things that you cannot overcome naturally that you need the supernatural for, right? And so is the supernatural life. It's a life lived under the power of the indwelling Holy Spirit that enables you to not succumb to the natural circumstances, obstructions, obstacles, impediments of life. That is the supernatural life. So you're living your life in accordance with what Christ said. In this world, you'll have trials and tribulations, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. Well, some would say, well, Jesus, you've overcome the world, but I haven't. Yes, you have if you are a Christian because you're tapping into that supernatural world. You're tapping in to that victory, right? You are tapping in to that victory. All of New England or most of New England, celebrate, right, when the New England Patriots win a Super Bowl. Now, did were any of us there? Did any of us score a touchdown? No, we didn't, but we're tapping into that victory, right? We are tapping into that victory. That is the supernatural life. And is the thing about the supernatural life, is the star of it. You've got to be honest with yourself. 
Am I living the natural life or the supernatural life? Pride, arrogance can't be in this one. You've got to say to yourself, am I truly trusting in God? Or am I doing that counterfeit thing, really trusting in myself and calling it God? And here's the difference. The supernatural life will be enjoyed and not endured. That is, and listen to me also, that's at all times. At all times. If you see that life is getting you down, you're getting frustrated and so forth, and you're living the natural life. The natural life was just meant to be endured. So you got to ask yourself, am I living naturally or supernaturally? Right? Am I tapping in to the super, or am I just calling myself a Christian and really just living like I did? before I was a Christian, but just rubber stamping it, Christianity. And I guarantee you, not just on this line, but over 90% of the church are living that way. Really, over 90%. And if you were living a supernatural life, your life will be exploding, would be exploding. You would have a peace, like a river. So here's the first prayer point that I want to say is, log on, give me the grace to let go of the natural and take a hold of the supernatural. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you will give me the grace to take a hold of the, the supernatural and let go of the natural, Lord God. Give me the grace, Father, Lord God, to take a hold of the supernatural and let go of the natural, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, sure guys do it, but... This is no disrespect to women, but women do it the most. If women really like an outfit for whatever reason, a dress or something like that, and they don't look their best in it, and they really like that outfit, they'll lie to themselves that they look great in it, right? Women will do that. Guys don't typically do that. But you know women, don't get me wrong, I'm not knocking it, it's just the way that women are made, right? But we do the same thing with the supernatural life. Yeah, I'm living victoriously as a Christian. I'm living, because here is, here is why we have to die to self, is because ego is such a self-deceiver. It's such a self-deceiver, come on. How many people here, I know, listen, I know all of us guys used to party, 
I was that guy. Hey, you know, yeah, pull, pull me a tall one. The tallest one you can. And how many times have you said, you know what? This is the last day I'm going to drink. This is the last day I'm going to drink, right? It's the self-deception, right? So many people will even get offended if you say you're not living a supernatural life. I've been a Christian for 30 years. What do you mean? We have got to, in order to live the supernatural life, you have to strip away at the insulations that you have put on yourself, right, to justify the life that you have been living. See what I'm saying? So, hey, this is the last time I'm going to drink. What was that? A justification for drinking today? Of course, it's not going to be the last time you're going to drink. But as long as I tell myself that, hey, I can get smashed and kind of not feel as guilty about it. You see all the justifications that we tell ourselves? I've been in the church for 30, forget about that. Is what I want us to do. Let it start from today. Take the pride away. Take what you think you are away and let it start today. One of the things I love is what Jeremiah says in Lamentations 3, 22 and 23. The steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercy never comes to an end. It's new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Oh, what meaning? You get the opportunity to start again every day. You know what pride does? Pride tells you, no, I've been doing this for 30 years. I'm not starting again. No, no, I'm going to add to my 30 years. No. Any good builder or developer, once he knows that there's a shaky foundation, it doesn't matter if the building is almost constructed, a good developer is going to tear that thing down and start again. Let's tear down, folks, so that we can build up the right way, right? Let's tear down so we can build up the right way. You know, Jesus gives a talk about a parable. Essentially, no one, right, actually embarks upon a building unless he knows that he's got everything required to complete it so here's the prayer for is that is this is lord god tear down anything and everything that i have built myself now, listen great scripture unless the lord builds a house the laborers they labor in vain so lord god Tear down everything I have built myself, Lord God. I want to start again. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, we pray that you would tear down everything I have built myself. I built a natural house, Lord God. Tear it down. I want a supernatural house. Tear everything down that I have built up myself, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Lord God, tear down 
any resentment, unforgiveness, animosity, discord, disunity. Tear down anything that has caused my heart to be toxic, that has caused my heart to be toxic. You know the greatest sign of a toxic heart? Air trigger temper, anger. Anger shows toxicity in the heart. You know the greatest, the greatest, greatest sign that you are well is it's so difficult to get upset. If you still got an air trigger temper, some people who are silly and misguided, oh, I've got an air trigger temper. You should be bragging about that. It's toxic. So it's law God, tear down my toxic heart. Purge it, tear it down. Law God, detoxify it. Lord God, give it a cleanse. Lord God, tear it down in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you, Lord God. Father, praise your holy name. Lord God, Father, I pray that you would tear down toxicity in my heart. Purge it, Lord God. Tear down anything I have erected, anything natural I have erected in my heart. Animosity, grudges, Father revenge, spitefulness, vindictiveness, Lord God. Tear it all down, Father, Lord God. I ask in Jesus' name, amen, amen. Lord God, let my future eclipse my past. Let my future eclipse my past. Here's what you should not be. You live in a supernatural life. If you're living the natural life, you know what natural people expect in life? More of what they've already had. That's what natural people expect. Just more of what they've already had. Yeah. I ain't talking about living the supernatural life, right? And when you're living the supernatural life, is what you can say. In fact, let me read what you can actually say. If you are living, truly living a supernatural life, people who are living naturally cannot say this. So, um, so people who are living naturally can say this. Um, so, Where are we? Ooh. Okay, so First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine. But it, but just as it is written, things which I has not seen or hear has not heard, and which have not entered the heart of man, all that God has prepared for those who love Him. Okay, all that God has prepared. So you should not be expecting more of the same. And you know why God does this? It's not to brag and boast so people can actually, whoa, 
This person's life is under new management. Whoa, your life has changed. Whoa, last time I saw you, you were falling off a bar stool. Whoa, and look at you now. And why, what do they see? They see God in your life. Let your light shine from it so that they glorify your heavenly father. Right? So, Lord God, give me the grace that my future will eclipse my past, Lord God. There's a, a, a song your latter will be greater than the rest. Lord God, give me the grace that my future will eclipse my past, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name, Lord God. Father, I pray, Lord, that you will give me the grace, Lord, that my future will eclipse my past, Lord God that my future will eclipse my past, Lord, I ask in Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. So I have this scripture. This is for Kim and anyone who is carrying hurt. Anybody who is carrying hurt, some people on here have been carrying hurt, for a long time. Second Corinthians 1, I'm gonna start from verse three. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. So in other words, here's what God does. God is such a healer of a broken heart that not only now does he heal the affliction of the heart, but now he does it in such a way that the brokenhearted, the one who needed comfort, gets healed to the extent that they're able to give comfort to others. You think about that. Wouldn't, that, wouldn't we all be amazed if the guy who went to hospital came out of hospital giving people piggybacks, right? Wouldn't we be amazed by that? Whoa, you went into the hospital with broken legs? Whoa, and now you're giving people piggybacks. Now you're giving people rights on your back. Wow, look at you. Well, the guy went into hospital in a wheelchair and he's carrying people now. That's what this is all about, is that the wounded will help heal the wounds of others. Naturally, you think, well, I can't help you. I'm wounded. But no, the wounded become healers, right? The, the wounded become healers. This is what God actually does. Great example is the apostle Paul, the, the one who was tearing down the church, 
becomes the biggest builder of the church. See, that's a great example of that prayer point that I said about your part, your future eclipsing your past, clearly. In fact, they even said to the Apostle Paul, wait, weren't you the one who was binding people who called on that name? And now you're preaching that name? Look at Peter, the one who denied Christ to a little slave girl is preaching on the day of Pentecost in front of all the religious leaders. That's supernatural, folks. That's what I'm expecting. That's what God is expecting. Not more of the same. No, not for you to, you've been going three or four inches in your life. Well, let's take a, another few more inches. No, now you go into Pluto. Now you go into Mars. That is a stark contrast from how your life used to be. So the next prayer point is this, is Lord God, give me the grace of wherever I was weak, moving forward, let me be strong. Lord God, wherever I was weak, Lord God, let me be strong in Jesus' name. Let's pray. Father, we just thank you. Father, we praise your holy name. Father, I pray that wherever I was weak, Lord God, let me be strong. Lord, I ask in Jesus' name, let me be strong, Father, Lord God. Father, I just thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Karen Call. Father, Lord, I know I'm a sinner. I know you shed your precious blood so that I might be saved. I accept you into my heart as my Lord and Savior, Lord God. I thank you for saving me, Lord God. I will live a life now, not a life I endure, but a life that I truly enjoy. And I will show others how to live that life, Lord God, according to your will, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.